One. You never give me a fair shake. One, two. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. Check me out right you here, yo. You ain't yo. shit. You, you got shit. You need to turn the track up a little bit for me. All up in my head. I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe yeah. Lewis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, yeah. Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. But it's a fact, you know what I mean? I, how dare them even challenge me these fighters, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? With their primitive boxing skills, you know what I mean? They're as good as dead. Watching this battle, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and the speed, and my critics will admit that I am the fastest heavyweight in the history of boxing with feet and hands. Been mentioned as a possible opponent. I take all comers. I don't duck any man. Uh, can we assume that Michael Dokes is one of the prospects? All comers. Come one, come all. Because nobody can get close to me. They're not even close. I'm the best fighter in the world. And folks, we are back. For the first time, we're going to do this segment called 12 Rounds with Chuck, where I talk about boxing. And here to join me is a very, very big boxer fan, somebody who I like to debate with a lot. Please state your name, gangster. Iron Mike. I got the man Iron Mike on the show. We're going to talk about the showdown and the throwdown that just happened in Las Vegas. The Wilder versus Fury 2, man. And um, before I shoot any questions, who did you have winning going into this fight? I had Fury, but I had the To this day. Walk in there, knock him out in two rounds. I had him 12th round unanimous decision. I, I think a lot of people did, to be honest with you. We all did. Um, I don't think too much. You know, I thought there was a chance to knock him out because, I mean, listen, he went to Kronk's gym. And we all know Tommy the Hitman Hearns before he went to Kronk's gym and found Emmanuel Stewart. He supposedly had pillow hands and he went to Kronk's gym and became a knockout artist. So I thought there might have been a chance, but with Deontay Wilder's great eraser, you can never take that chance, man. But now that you see the outcome and everything that happened, where do you think Wilder goes from here? I don't know. I was reading it today. He, um, him and his camp, I mean, he's his trainer. Mm. fired his trainer he's uh looking to take definitely he's definitely trying to do that uh do that rematch clause i don't advise him to no honestly i don't mm -hmm. i don't think it's good i think it might even he's not this gonna be the same result let me give you an example the first one in my in my humble opinion of course 12 rounds that first fight back in december of 2018 i had fury 10 rounds and i had uh wilder two rounds two rounds oh, two knockdowns you know, and then and this is just a rule of thumb in boxing, again, in my humble opinion. Whenever the wrong guy wins, it's a draw all the time. Mm -hmm. mm. That's very deep. It usually does go down uh, like that. And boxing, some, some people may say that with the uh, Triple G Canelo one. It's very interesting that you say that because uh, I believe that was a draw. Some people say they thought Triple G won that first one. Yeah. Um, so that's actually a very, very, very good observation. Um, I don't know. You know the old saying, some people aren't the same 
when they touch that canvas, man. True. Some people just, and I'm one of those who I thought the fight should have been over in the fourth round. I saw he clearly couldn't stand up. Uh, no equilibrium at all. Uh, some people say his eardrum was busted. Uh, there's no real news on that. But, I mean, you are bleeding from your ear. Some some people say it was a cut. Um, maybe the leather, the leather grazed him. But I don't even think uh, it, it would graze him that hard to the point where you're leaking out your ear that bad. Uh, it just looked bad, man. And what I like, Fury used a very old school tactic. He held him. Every time he he clinched on him, he put his body on top of him and made Wilder use so much energy, man. He, he, uh, he, bullied, he bullied the bully. That's exactly he what did. he did. He, he bullied did. the bully. He did, and uh, he knew Wilder couldn't couldn't didn't have great footwork, which is very it's very sad to be honest with you because I mean that's one of the basic fundamentals is to have proper footwork in boxing. You know, before the jab and everything like that, you need to know how to move on your feet. You need to backpedal. You need to have to. You need to know, and that's one thing Fury had. Fury knew how to move on his feet very well, and he used that to his advantage again. Uh, and this time, stalking him, man. Um, I, I kind of feel bad for Wilder the way he went out. To be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I do uh, agree. Agree. Touche. But however, listen, I I commend Tyson Fury. I, you have to think about it like this. The first time they fought and they had the draw. I know I keep talking about the draw, the draw, the draw, but I'll get to my point. Mm -hmm. the, the first time they fought, they had that draw. Now listen, Deontay Wilder was clearly active. He was an active fighter. Now, Tyson Fury was doing multiple drugs, hadn't fought in three years, had to lose X mm -hmm. amount of weight, came back and drawn. And this is this is the king of the heavyweight division. I'm not knocking him. I'm honestly, I'm just spitting straight facts here. This is no, the king of, This is the king of the heavyweight division. He got outboxed by uh, Ortiz, but I'm not talking about Ortiz. And then, but how how long can you possibly re rely on that right hand for? He he lost the mm. first six round. I'm talking again. This is the Ortiz fight. Ortiz Wilder too. He was waiting, waiting, waiting six rounds. He lost all six of the rounds. Seventh round, he got him. How, how long are you going to use that? You know, how long can you rely on that eraser for? You know, mm -hmm. that's kind of, mm -hmm. that's where I'm at. And then second time around, Fury did exactly what he said he was going to do. I thought it was all mind games. Oh, I'm going to knock Deontay out in two rounds. I'm going to knock. I'm going to knock Deontay Wilde out. <laughs> we, we, we all, we all thought it was. Like, you know, BS. All, what happened? You know, proof is in the pudding, man. That's the thing I like about uh, Fury, much like Ali. This is why they're saying he's like Ali. Uh, okay, his fighting style, okay, a little bit. He predicts, he says what he's going to do, and not only that, he delivers it. He's just not, he's not all show, he's, he's, he's all go. You know what I'm saying? And he, he definitely, Gypsy King rules again. Um... He is really the only undefeated heavyweight champ right now, to be honest. Wilder's taking the loss. Joshua's taking the loss. I mean, he has a draw, but he doesn't have a loss on his belt. Um, it's funny. Did you watch the undercard match before that one? Uh, the Wilder versus um, Fury? Did you I, watch the undercard by any chance? With uh, Charles Martin? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. So, it's funny. Um, as I'm watching, as I'm explaining to my friend, I said, this is the guy Wilder didn't want to fight, and Joshua ended up fighting to get all the belts. Now, after Charles Martin knocked the hell out of Gerald Washington, uh, and I saw this loss, I thought, you know, as a comeback fight, 
maybe he needs to fight Charles Martin to get back. I don't think he should just go straight into the rematch with Fury. I, I'm sorry. In my again, in my humble opinion, I think that would be career suicide. It's going to be the same outcome as it was the first. Time. It might be worse. It might be worse this time. Could very well be. Could very what? Could very well be. Could very we, well be. We're talking to a man who's a tactician in the ring. Uh, very good. He he. He knew the mistakes he made in the first time. You notice uh, he know he knows Wilder loves to come out of a clinch with the jab as a little fake, and then hit you with the overhand right. He Fury only let him catch him one time with it. Every time after the clinch, he jumped back on him. But you know what's amazing? The power that Wilder has. He only caught Fury maybe two or three times, like good flush. And you saw Fury's face on that side. It was still bruised up. But I, he, he ate it, but it was still bruised. I was oh, just like, yeah. the marks were there, but he he he, he, he he's he's got, he's got a very underestimated chin, man. He, he, I mean, yeah, he does. I mean, listen, he took hits from Klitschko, who is some people say arguably one of the hardest hitting um heavyweights uh, that's ever fought. You know, oh. the only competitor of Wilder that he hasn't knocked out, the only competitor of Wilder that he has not beaten now twice in two fights, two fights, and um. Me and you are big boxing fans. We saw this coming. I, and like you said, in, in the most humble and, and respect, you know, it's, it's nothing against Wilder, but power isn't everything. To the casual fan, yes, they want to see a knockout as well as you want to see a home run in a baseball game. You know what it is? But you, know, you, need yeah, the power, you need the power, you need the speed, and the timing. Analogy, just like a car. You need the transmission, you need the motor, mm -hmm. and the gas. If you don't have one of the three components... You're not you, starting with, well, yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going? And, you and, going? That, and that's what Wilder... You're right, that's what Wilder... Wilder was just a, a model, a good-looking car that was just a model with no guts inside, no engine, no nothing. Um, look, at, look how bad... Look how far feet... His, um, look how um, far apart his feet, his feet were, were. Looked like he was ready for an MMA kick. That shit was disgusting. And um, he couldn't keep his hands up. I don't want to hear nothing about... I've heard things about his costume being too heavy. 40 pounds. Come on. Seriously? This is, you're a heavyweight champ of the world. You, can't, you know what I'm saying? Come on. That. And then you're hearing other people say the grappling. and Go back to boxing. This, is, this goes all the way back to... You know, you got Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, Muhammad Ali, George Ford. I can go on and on and on. That's that's a part of boxing, you know. That's mm -hmm. just the, why. How come his trainers didn't mention nothing about it? It's just it's the. That's fans. what I'm saying too. That and, and that's what I'm saying too. Um, I agree with you. What kind of corner uh, do you have? Even if you did have some stupid outfit like that, what kind of coach or trainer are you to say? Uh, I don't think you should be wearing that before a good fight. If it's what that if, heavy, let me. You know, I, it's I gotta, just common sense. I got a question. Things like that. What Talk did, to me. What did Mike Tyson come out in? Uh, what you mean? Uh, Mike Tyson came out in a few outfits. Uh, that little king outfit he had one time with the crown and shit. <laughs> I was so, funny. For the most part, dude would either come out with that white cut off or a towel yeah. on his head with no. That, yeah, yeah, nothing on it. Yeah, plain, nothing. plain, yep. plain, plain Jane. But he'd come out and then he and I don't even want to talk about people saying that Wilder said that he could beat Tyson in his prime. I don't even want yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll save that. We'll, we can save that for another one. That's oh my one. god. No way. No. Did you see Tyson? How happy he got <laughs> when Tyson? Fury oh yeah, when he turned around and had his hands waved up. Oh man, embarrassing. And. and not to, not to go off topic, but they're like, oh, shouldn't Mike Tyson support his fellow uh, American, Deontay Wilder? I, in my opinion, Mike Tyson.
Tyson should support who Mike Tyson wants to support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not, not based off accent, not based off color, shape, size. Yes, 100%. And to, to add on to that, I, I'm tired of seeing stupid comments like it was rigged. Uh, they wanted the white man to win. No, the best fucking fighter won. That's, that's what it came down to. It has nothing to do with... Listen, we all said... Even Teddy Atlas said it. He's not a fighter. He's a puncher. And it's sad to say, he's a one. He is. He's a once in a lifetime powerful talent when it comes to a knockout punch. But that is it. If the man just even had a decent jab, he could have go far in his own boxing career. If he just had a fucking decent jab, Got his it. jab is just a setup for the right. And most opponents, uh, I noticed this. Not the, let me go on this real quick. I noticed in this in the first Devine fight, the reason Stervine lasted so long, he kept coming after Wilder. Even when he got knocked down, he kept coming after him. And I, just, I was like, whoa, this this is a problem. This this, this man can't move on. This is an issue. Stervine kept coming after. What other guys do, they give him space because they're scared. They figure, oh, he probably can't reach me. But you give him a power puncher room to step into a punch. Now, if he connects, night, night. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Could not have said it better myself. And if you think about it, what's Tyson known for? Tyson's known for dancing. He might as well have been dancing, dancing on the stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, he'll kill that man. He'll kill that. And now he beat you. He he was moving forward at you. That's why I, I got. I'm, I'm I admire him, man. Like, yeah, he, that was a straight bully. Like you, you said it best. The bully, bully, the bully, man. It, 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 it's, that's all you can say about that. And beat you in America. And then another thing, they're saying, oh, pillow fist, pillow fist. Okay, okay. Is, is Tyson Fury a knockout artist? No. Prior to this Deontay Wilder fight, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm I wrong. I think he's he had, had... He had 29 fights, 29 fights, and 20 knockouts. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's not that's the, bad. That's not that, bad. That, no, that, man, that's excellent. You're telling me in nine, nine fights, you didn't get that, a KO? That's what I'm trying I'm to say. That's not, that's not terrible, you know? Like, that's not... But here's the thing, he doesn't fight knockout. He likes to box people, and I respect that. I feel like, I don't know, it's just, I feel like I, as soon as... Yeah, I, I like that, I like that, because it shows boxing skill. Listen, me and you are not the casual. We like chess over checkers. We want to see, we don't care how quiet the match is, we want to see the best move, and we want to see it in, in a great fashion. That's what we want to see. Yeah, if it's going to be a knockout, let it be a good knockout. Sometimes it's good to see the first round KO, but sometimes you want to see a guy move. Show his skill. Show a guy that, you know, I can pound you out, then I'm going to knock you out. To me, that's a real boxer. That, that's a great boxer. That, that, yeah, you keep it a buck like a dollar store, man. I couldn't have said it. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Yo, well, I'm, I'm just, I, I mean, this is how it is. Um... Listen, the heavy. And this is another thing too. Wilder doesn't fight people his size. You know, you, those Brits, Joshua, uh, Fury, they fight guys like the Povetkin, the Parkers, the Dillian Whites, guys who are all six foot three and heavy. Guys who are built like real heavyweights. Wilder's fought guys, Stervine, uh, Brazil. I mean, Luis Ortiz was his best, but the guys. We don't know how, what's his age, man. We really don't I know. know. I, know. Uh, I think he's lying to the. I think he doesn't even know. You know, guys <laughs> like guys like that. Uh, it wasn't even meant for a, a rematch to me. Those, those those in the Stervine match. Uh, you know, fights like that, and I'm just like, uh, I, I, 
I don't know where he goes from here, man. Um, I don't think he should take the rematch at all, but he's going to do it because you know what? Pride. I mean, that and the soul, because honestly, he doesn't have nothing else. I don't really think he can mess with Adelia White and these guys. Um, so who is he going to fight in America? Really? You he know, has to fight people over there. Okay, he could take an Andy Ruiz fight. I'd like to see that. You know, I see. I, I don't know. Who I, I don't know. It depends what Deontay comes. Is that you know? It depends what Deontay comes. And actually, let me rephrase myself. It depends what Andy Ruiz comes. Yeah, is it going to be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Or is it going to be a Michelin Man? Which one? Because the Marshmallow Man is heavier. Either way, I, I. You know what? That's another thing too. Do you think the weight was an issue for Wilder, being 19 pounds overweight from his usual? I, you know, he fought at, in the 220s before. I, I don't That's why I said, too. I said he fought like 225. Uh, for the Luis Ortiz fight, I believe he put on something like 223, 224. About, a, I could be wrong. It was a big jump from 212 to two, what was he, 234, whatever he was. It was a big jump. 19, 232 or some shit like that? Yeah, it, something it, like that. It, it was a big jump, but I, I don't really, he's not really known. Look, the reason why I said Tyson Fury, wow, he's 270. I don't know about that. He he's he's a, he relies on his movement a lot. Tyson. Uh, yes, yeah. and I agree. I, you know what's funny? I said the same thing, my brother. I said I don't know about that two seventy. Tyson ain't gonna be able to move like that. Uh, and here's another thing too. I thought um, Deontay Wilder, though he put on the weight, I thought he looked more muscular. It didn't look fat. The guy's athletic. He so, looked huge, but look, don't forget now, when you have more muscle, that also Oh, yeah, more oxygen, more yes. oxygen, man. So, 100 percent correct. The same thing uh, Joshua made the mistake. I, in again, the, I, I feel right. like it's not like, look, here's a kicker with this, though, because I don't like to, you know, come up with excuses. It's not like this guy just became 230 overnight now. He was sparring at 230. Like, supposedly, he broke some guy's mask and gave him a hernia, put him in a hospital or something, one of his sparring partners. Again, this could be wrong. I heard this one through the grapevine. I did not actually read this myself. But So it's mm -hmm. not like he just woke up. Okay, boom, he's 230. He went from 212 to 230 overnight. You know, like he had time to gradually get the feel of that weight. And then wouldn't you know as a fighter, even you personally, wouldn't you know as a fighter, okay, wow, I don't feel right at this weight. Wait, right, yeah. I've I always noticed that, yeah. Speed. I, mm -hmm. You know, like a good example of that is Olesander Usyk. Like when he moved up to fight... Uh, the guy's name, I forgot the guy's name. He fought in the heavyweight division. He just moved up. Yeah, the, the, the big, uh, the big, uh, Tyrone, fat dude. Yeah, yeah no, you're talking about something. No, I forgot his last. It starts with an S, but whatever. He he had his hands and he had his feet, but it did not fully transfer over simply because he's not a cruiserweight anymore. Yeah, he, he couldn't, he really couldn't hurt Tyrone like that. And it, it was because I agree with you, though he could move and dance around you. I mean, listen, he's going to have to do that for the full 12 rounds because he's not hurting you. I hate to say that. He's not really hurting you. So he's going to have to put on some more weight. You know, he's trying to make that Evander Holyfield uh, jump. But listen, it was only one real deal Holyfield. That's not an easy jump to make. That's why everybody doesn't do it. And not only that, he's the only, again, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the only one in the cruiserweight division to move up and have that much success yes, in the heavyweight division. Yes, he's the only one, correct, Amundo, once again, my man, I am Mike with it. I mean, you know you fought him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, we can go on to the Roy Jones, but he beat, who did he beat? Uh, Ruiz. He beat, um, yeah, he beat Ruiz, who was um the first Puerto Rican heavyweight champ, if I'm not mistaken. Now we're talking. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And he wasn't, he wasn't that great, to be honest. And then you came up. Now you got Evander Holyfield. In 1996, I think it was, he was a 25 to 1 underdog. Same same exact ratio for the Tank Gamboa. Same exact ratio for the uh, Ruiz AJ fight, by the way. 25 to 1 underdog and, and beat that. Beat the dog shit out of him. Beat the brakes off of him. He 
He damn sure that Holyfield was a fucking mover, man. Twenty-five to one. Man, we get we can talk about Holyfield all day because I though I, Mike Tyson is my favorite boxer. Love him. I I watch. I'm not gonna lie, Riddick Bowen Holyfield. That trilogy is three of my favorite fights to watch. Oh my god, they had fucking wars, man. Yes, him and Lennox Lewis, who was a draw the first one, as I'm not correct. Right? Draw the first one, right? Yep. Yeah, but that, you know, that's another one of those, like, eh, Yeah, I thought Lennox Lewis got that one, um, but he damn sure made sure he got the second one. Um, also, Evander Holyfield with Michael Moore. Those were two good fights. Michael Moore caught him the first time. Yeah, well, that was yeah. An, there was a whole speculation that Evander, you know, Evander was off and this and that, but, you know, here's the other thing, too. Anytime a fighter loses, it's like, oh, I lost because the sky is blue. Oh, I lost because my outfit's too heavy. Oh, I lost because my trainer's <laughs> It's like always something. Whenever the wrong guy loses, they're not like, okay, look, I messed up. I went back to the drawing board. This guy was the better man. And it's never none of that. Yeah, it's, it's never. Always, you know what? And the sportsmanship is dead. You're 100% correct. I just, I don't, you know, and uh, another thing. Look, this is just my opinion again. I'm not... Another reason why I'm kind of like, eh, whatever, Deontay Wilder, he's taking up the, he's taking up the greats' names. Like, example, he's like, oh, I'll be the prime Mike Tyson. I don't like that. Like, my, Yeah, I don't like when guys disrespect the legends. Yeah. All the way back from Mike Tyson back in the day, they were on some talk show host back in the 80s. And a uh, talk show host goes, to, um, oh, who do you think would win in a fight, Ali or Tyson? He asked Tyson, and Ali was sitting right there. He pointed right to Tyson. Uh, Tyson pointed to Ali. Ali pointed to Tyson. I like that, man. Tyson yeah, Fury. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to Again, with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, who would win? A prime Mike Tyson or a prime? Come on. Of course, I wouldn't make it out of the first round with Mike Tyson. Like, humble, man. Humble. Humble. I, th- again, As you should be for the ones who set the path before you. They laid down the Yellow Brook Road for you to walk on mm-hmm. today and carry that title and sit on that throne. And these guys defended titles. These guys unified. You know what was one of my biggest... Uh, pet peeves with Deontay Wilder is that yeah, you have a belt, but it's been the same fucking one belt forever, bro. Like, dogs, man. You didn't take the 120 mil, which would have been your best payday to fight Joshua. Fine. Whatever. Do you, do you cool. think he was afraid of him, honestly? Do you think Wilder was afraid of Joshua? What, what What's your opinion on that? I'm uh, so mixed up. I'm so non-biased. Uh, 100%. And here's the thing. I'm going to tell you why. Because and I'm going to give you facts. You, you may agree. Uh, I watched this guy, Joshua Career, and um, he's one of those guys that he's gotten better every fight. Every fight I watched him, yeah, he's gotten knocked down. True. So did my man Prince Naheem, but still got up to knock your ass out. Uh, Joshua is the first one to beat, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the first one to beat Klitschko. Not Klitschko out. Not there, right? So you got that one. He was knocking everybody out. He's fighting guys like Parker. Dillio, him and Dillio White was a great fight. Uh, he fought everybody. He fought Charles. That's the thing that opened my eyes. He went out and fought Charles Martin. When Wilder had a chance. Actually, Charles Martin was Wilder's mandatory. He chose not to fight him. And Wilder could have been a unified heavyweight champ long time ago. Joshua took that, knocked Charles Martin the hell out. I said, this guy's got some, some skill. Then what he did to Klitschko, great as well also. The guy was smart you know people who like mayweather kill me because they don't like joshua for how he fought fought ruiz but i'm like but that's what you're supposed to do if you know a guy has style exactly (laughs) that was Mayweather. here's the sweet science about boxing um here's the thing mike and i'm pretty sure this is fighting common sense if you're fighting a guy i'm pretty sure you know okay if i got the speed on him but i have enough power to stop him which is good 
but I can't engage in the brawl with him because he has enough power to sit there and, and potentially hurt me with any boxer can because all it takes is one hit. Of course. What are you gonna do? Are, are you gonna engage in the brawl to his to his um to his fight or are you gonna fight your fight? I'm gonna That's fight for my Muhammad, benefit. And you know, and I give this analogy. What did Muhammad Ali do for twelve rounds? He avoided Foreman to Foreman got tired enough and gassed out and knocked his ass out. That's what smart fighters do. It's not all about, oh, he didn't go in there and knock him down. But I told people, he beat the shit out of over Ruiz. <laughs> Some people have a chin. Listen, Mexicans are known for their chin. The only dude to ever knock out Mexicans is Roger Mayweather. They called him the Mexican killer in the 80s. Because yeah. he was the only dude knocking them out. Mikey Garcia took an ass whooping for Earl Spence. I never saw him not once like, oh my God, he's going down. Mikey took that ass whooping. These guys got chin. You got to get that respect to people. People don't get that respect as well. There's something I, I don't, I give my props off to a fighter that could take an asshole. I'm, I'm going to be honest with oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Because I can't like that. Not not for no 12 rounds, man. Absolutely. You know, just, uh, it, that shit hurts. <laughs> Here's my, uh, one thing I want to ask you real quick. Ask away, bud. The whole Wilder going on, I, he wanted to go out on his shield. Kind of bothered me, man. In a violent sport like boxing what was your take on that when he was upset that they threw in the towel for him? I, I think he's being naive i also think that his mm -hmm. corner by throwing that towel in saved his life are you <laughs> that i was gonna that, that that was that was my next question to you actually besides the foreman frazier i'm being honest with you too maybe maybe my little quietly i had a couple drinks have <laughs> you seen such a beatdown but by any like I, you're coming into the champs you're coming into your wilder's the champ you know what i'm saying wilder is the champ tyson fury looked like the champ that night i would have not even if i was a casual i didn't know anything about boxing i would be like oh who's this tomato can that you just fed to the champ? you know what i mean like yeah he, you would see wilder think this is sparta it's going down he came in there ferocious like i i just i i have have you seen the beat what that's one of the worst beatdowns i've seen recently yeah. um Knockdown, yes. Uh, you you said the great. You said it because that was the first fight I thought of was the uh, Foreman Frazier. Two big guys, two t two guys at the time who were very big in their sport, and oh, Frazier went down six times, I believe it was. Um, <laughs> and this is a, and this is and this and this look how this goes. This is one man who had three battles with Ali and one man who 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 had won and lost. And got knocked out. And you, you, and if you're anybody, you think, oh, this is going to be one hell of a fight. Foreman whooped his ass, man. And that's what it looked like. I mean, oh, it was down goes Wilder. Down goes Wilder. Exactly. You know what's funny, It too? just and this it, is, it matches. This is a prime example of why boxing math does not work. Peep the scene real quick. Frazier beat Ali, right? Mm-hmm. Foreman beat Frazier. Then Ali came in and beat Foreman. I'm just making a point here. This is why, like, oh well, this Sugar Ray Leonard versus Floyd Mayweather, for instance. Okay, look, you can't, you can't do that. Every fighter is great on their own nights. And here's another thing: even if some, if somebody was a champion, they lost. Old guy, we'll take Gamboa for instance. He's a champion. He has it in his heart. I'm just using him as an example here. At any chosen night, that man can be great. On any mm -hmm. chosen mm -hmm. night, he can be great. Do not mm -hmm. ever sleep on a champion. Example: Tank Davis. Look how he slept on Gamb Gamboa. He had a torn Achilles, this, this, that, and the third. And that man, you had he to knock him, him out with seconds to the 12th round. He took him in the deep water and almost drowned him. 
almost drowned him. And that was, and that's bad. And I agree with you. Though it's funny that you said it's sort of like, because uh, you know I, I talk basketball as well. It's almost like a a, a baller who's been in the league for a long time. You give Vince Carter, for example, who's been in the league for twenty years. But every now and then, Vince will give you a twenty-eight point night, exactly. and it's like you said, you net because he's been there. Even though he's old, he can't do it consistently. But you show up on that one night that he's got that energy, that Viagra and testosterone is at his highest level. This man is a killer, and uh, it, it happens like that. And also, styles make fights. Absolutely, that's why you that, know that's why that Wilder Fury fight was supposed to be through the like. Blow off the charts, but the, he that, that I've never seen Fury fight like that ever. Watch any of his nobody he's ever, man. He's, a, he's a, he, what I call him. He's like slap and go, boom, boom. You know, pat, pat, back away, pat, pat, back away. But no. he came. But you know what kills me? He came with a perfect game plan for a while. I mean, perfect. It makes me want to go to Kronk's gym. You know, <laughs> I hear you. And you know what else is funny? I'm glad you said that because the first fight. This is what worried me, honestly, about the second fight between me, you, and our viewers. This is what worried me. The first mm -hmm. fight, Tyson Fury, go back and watch it. December 18th, 2018, I think it was, whatever the date was. He mm -hmm. damn near fought a perfect fight, Tyson Fury, and he got caught twice. Now, listen mm -hmm. to what I'm saying. He fought perfectly and still was able to get caught. He didn't, he, there was very minimal flaws. I don't know if you, I, I watched that fight. Oh, like I watched times. that fight like several very, times. You, I, I love the head faint in that fight. The I head faint was what, Fucked Wilder the whole night. The, the head feints, the jab feints, when he was like moving his, uh, he was pivoting his foot towards Wilder. Everything he did was to the T, and he still got caught. That's what worried me because Wilder does have that eraser. He does have that can mm -hmm. with the right hand. But like I said, when you start, like example, Tyson Holyfield, man, when you bully the bully, Boston Douglas, Mike Tyson. When you bully the bully and you take away their one thing, and look, Deontay Wilder isn't. But Teddy Atlas said this on his show. I was just watching this. That's oh, what yeah, he's not he's not a fighter. He, 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 yeah, he's not a fighter. You got the the viewer, this is verbatim, this is what he said. You guys are going to hate me, but he doesn't know how to fight. And he does it. He's got that eraser. Yeah. You know what? He, he just reminds me of, of like a Kimbo Slice kind of deal. You know, like just he's got a lot of power, but very minimal technique. When Tyson Fury... Mm, Brock Lesnar even, yeah? Exactly. Yes. You know, yes. Glad exactly. you brought that up. That that's just that, that's where I'm going. I always go for more of like the boxer versus the puncher. Although you know Pac-Man, I'm a huge Pac-Man fan, by the way. He says, never "Oh yeah, that, uh, I like Pacquiao too." Never, never bet against the puncher, and I res I respect that because at any moment he could just hit you and boom. I mean, listen, Marquez did that to him, and that's one of the most vicious knockouts I've ever seen live. I mean, watching it on pay-per-view. I hate to say it. Uh, oh. You talk about some, and this, uh, real quick, not the side, side note, Marquez does not get as much respect as he deserves no, as he a fighter. Not. Besides the one bad fight he had when Mayweather destroyed him, oh, oh my, my God. God. I think it was like 100% accurate. <laughs> I think Mayweather threw like 299 punches. I mean, oh 300 punches and landed 299 God. of them. That shit was embarrassing, but... That man gave Pacquiao some fucking problems, bro. For and, and yo, it's another dude, Mexican. Mexican. You can, Pacquiao had a hard time putting him a fucking way. I remember, I think it was the first one when he knocked him down, like twice. Even in the one when Marquez knocked him out, he was fucking Marquez up, bro. And Marquez was like, "I knew I was gonna catch him with that count. I was just timing it, time, boom." 
man. Those, those Jesus. boys, those boys know how to fight. Eric Morales and uh, Marcos Antonio Barrera. But, uh, yeah, Animals. Antonio Barrera, fucking animal. And still, Animals. my favorite will always be Julio Cesar Chavez, oh, man. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm sorry, this is Mexican Jesus right there, though. I mean, his son, his son needs to stick to dye in his hair like Eminem on the Oh no, yeah, I, I say that. <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ, Jacob's bro. Work, but you know. <laughs> poor, poor, poor kid. He would never be like his father. But um, did you see his dad? And there was a bunch of memes with his dad, like his hands on his head, like. And then, yeah, I'm saying, yo, <laughs> them shits were hilarious, bro. Oh, but he was, he was embarrassed, man. But I mean, you can't bet against the puncher, and a lot of people, you know, even me, even I had to say at some points, I was like, damn, you just. You just never know, man, if Fury slips one fucking time, man. Exactly. But you know what, though? The good thing about boxing, and I know you know if you watch it long enough, sometimes you can tell the fight is over in the first round. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Sometimes. 100%. Um, i give you an example. I'll never forget watching the Mayweather Canelo. And I'm watching the first round. And I saw when he couldn't hit Mayweather, and Mayweather kept stopping him every time he would jab and jab him. And he looked confused. I said, oh, this is over. I said, this man don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I said, this, this might not end too good for him, man. Sometimes you can just tell in the first round, this does not look good, man. The guy looks confused, bro. If you look confused in the first round, hey, uh, I don't know if you can, you should stick around any longer. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he did not win a round against Mayweather. And another thing, because you mentioned Canelo. He, I don't, I do not like what Della Dummy is doing with his career. Now he's just a polished paper champion, man. Yeah, he's trying to be the cash cow. I you know, and we're going to, matter of fact, we're going to break away for a while there, Fury, since we didn't talk about that, right? Let's, before we end this, we got like five more minutes left. Let's, let's real quick talk about Saul Canelo Alvarez and how he's trying to follow the Floyd Mayweather uh, route, but like you said, he's just looking like a paper champion. Um, Floyd Mayweather was taking people out in his division before he moved up to the next one, just cleaning it out. This guy is fighting aging stars like uh, Cole Left, who just made it out against Anthony Yard. All right, let's just be honest, just made it out, and Anthony Yard didn't really get knocked out, more gassed out, knocked out. You know, a little jab, and he was just done. Let, let's be honest on that. And this was somebody who really didn't even fight that type caliber of fighter. Kovlev was his first one. So we knew Kovlev was on his leg out. Before that, you fight guys like Chavez, Rocky Fielding. Who the hell? I didn't even heard of Rocky Fielding. You know, so many belts in, 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 in these divisions. <laughs> yeah, I know. Super uh, middleweight, super light middleweight. Yeah, I, I was super just heavy middleweight. Commonwealth belt. Oh, you know. What the hell's a that, franchise champion? They gave him like a franchise belt or something. Uh, yeah, that that's the. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they're watching a lot of NFL. They want a franchise tag. Who, who knows? What in the blue hell is that? Like, <laughs> I, I, it's just it's just funny. It's mind boggling. And you know, I hate to say it. He's dunking mandatories. Now, I will say, I do believe he could be the Charlo. I don't believe he could be the Andrade. Um, but he is ducking these guys. And when he said Andrade's um, style is boring, I was like, what the fuck is a Rocky Fielding? Who was so, that? Yeah. That exactly. You see? Honestly, I'm, I, I love boxing. I don't watch much TV. All I watch is UFC and boxing, honestly. Pretty I much never it, heard of Rocky Fielding, honestly, even at that point. Bro, I had to go watch. I had to go watch fights. I had to go do some homework, and I'm looking. I'm like, he's going to get knocked the fuck out. I'm like, who is this clown? Did they just pull him from Barnum and Bellies? Give him some like styrofoam belt and be like, okay, good champion. Who is? This? There you go, uh, and 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 go make some money. And 
believe it or not, the zone ratings are down. And listen, how 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 can they not be? You know, I, I who's question, your cash cow fighting? You got Triple G and you got Canelo, and I question them because they that was the initially why they signed both of them to get Triple G, Canelo, Canelo to fight free. again, and they and, never fought. And now here's the other thing. Look, I, I'm not a Canelo fan because of that polished paper bullshit. Whatever I said to you, however, they fought three years ago. Triple G is not the first fight. He's not the same fighter he was three years ago. No he's way. Older, he's well. Yeah. He has not improved. Actually, he's gotten worse. It However, was, yeah. on the flip side, Canelo, as much as it pains me, I actually have chest pain saying this, he's improved. Canelo has yeah. improved. And I do not see I, I do not see Triple G. I, I mean, he might 12th round, you, you know, you end his decision, but I really don't see him making the past nine rounds, honestly. He lost that last fight, in my opinion, to Dervichenko. Oh, man, his it. face. Yeah, Dervich, Dervichenko. Sergey's a beast. He stayed getting robbed, man. Uh, yeah, I, you know, that, that's, that's, you know, the zone couldn't give it to him, though, because, like, okay, look, we're giving this guy, I don't know, I'm making up a fictional number here. We're giving this guy $600 million. He can't lose, you know, type of deal. Mm -hmm. So, but, I, I, you know, this is this is all, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this the next time. You know, there's just so much stuff in boxing. Yeah, so much that they're doing. We didn't even get into the, we didn't even talk about Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. But you know what, man? We definitely going to continue this segment 12 rounds with Chuck because, it, like you said, there's so much to talk about. And Canelo, I feel like we just do an hour special on him alone, man. Absolutely. Just, uh, Absolutely. Uh, the, the, the losing to Alara. Um, you you didn't take Trout out like that. You knocked Trout down, but you didn't finish it because as soon as Trout got knocked down, Trout came back up and like resurrected and started landing and was really catching Canelo in that good fight. I mean, he made that a great fight after he got knocked down. Trout I'm, gave him some fucking problems, I'm man. Lara won. Oh, you're talking about Austin Trout. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Austin Trout. Yeah, Lara won. Lara won. Lara beat him, and I want to just make a point too. Dela Dela Hoya. And his PED abuser, freaking Canelo Alvarez, they want to mention Caleb Plant after he just came off a fight and, yes. th and threaten him to never give him, I'm going to make a point in a second, threaten him to never give him a fight with Canelo. And it's like, oh, unless you accept this, talk about ultimatum. But how come you didn't even mention David Benavides, who's fresh and mm. waiting? You didn't even mention him. You didn't even mention And I see David Benavides absolutely demolishing Canelo Alvarez. My I opinion. do too. My yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, unlike his brother, his knee is good. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you what, Benavides, exactly, bro. I couldn't have said it better myself. Benavides camps knows what's up, too, because they didn't, I don't know if you read this, but there was a thing like, oh, would you guys fight Caleb Plant in 2020? No. No. Uh, no. So they already know what's up. They already know what's up. And so does, so does Golden Girl. Golden Girl promotion. <laughs> because if, why wouldn't you want to, you know, let the guy, you're not going to pull a uh, Cobra. There's no way you give the guy six months recovery. This no re rehydration clauses. No, 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 no. Let mm -hmm. him rest up. Let him rest up, and then you guys fight. Set a tentative date in the near future, and then you guys fight. hundred percent. Let's after you have this war, then let's fight two weeks later. No, no, it doesn't work like that. Like what's right for one is right for the other. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you hundred percent, and this your your sentiments is the, sa is the same as mine. The same reason why I can't. I can't give Canelo all this respect because of the way he's going about being a champion and not fighting the mandatories. I, I'm always have a problem with champions not fighting mandatories. You yeah. know, I, I, unless he's a real tomato can and you feel like there's a better challenger, by all means, go ahead. But as Tyson said, my man Mike Tyson said, um, you know, fighters aren't fighting fighters, you know, no more in their prime. And, and, it's, and it's sad. We got... 
Earl Spence talking about Crawford's on the other side of the street. Um, <laughs> on the other side of the street. I've never, I've never, heard, that, I've never heard that shit before. Um, well, there's a new... Uh, speaking about, um, real quick, you draw, um, steroids and stuff. Now we got um, Jamal Charlo... I mean, Jamel Charlo might have been um, taking a substance because they switched Gatorade bottles. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Did you hear about that shit? <laughs> no. I, yeah. You go that watch this. some crazy... With the fight, real here. quick, he fought Tony Harrison. He looked a little gassed out. Uh, it's a real clip of it because Tony Harrison brought it to the attention and these people want to deny it. You see it in the video clip. Please, everybody look it up. The trainer says, no, not that bottle. Give me that bottle. And that bottle is not clear. He drinks it. And all of a sudden, Jamal come, Jamel comes out like it was round one. And I was like, oh, and I didn't notice it. I was just like, oh, wow, this guy got a second win. Not thinking nothing of it. Uh, it's just it's sad. But we know boxing is one of the most tainted sports, even though we love it. Hate to say it. Oh, I know, man. You know, I'm just, I'm sick of the 20. I know, listen, you only get a good fight, example, Wilder Fury. You only get that 20% of the time in boxing. The rest of it is the guy, 25 to 1 underdogs, 30 to 1 yeah. underdogs. Mm-hmm. Like, who was the guy? I don't remember. Um, Fonseca, I think it was. He just had a fight, and they're like, oh, this guy was a painter. They pulled him off a ladder, basically, to fight. I forgot who it was, though. But it was just something like, wait, what? You pulled it? Oh, Jared Hurd. That's who it was, Jared Hurd. Oh, Jared Hurd, yeah, Jared. Jared Hurd, Hurd, Fonseca. I'm sorry, that's wrong. That's the wrong, wrong fighter. I apologize. Um, Fonseca, um, Jared Hurd's opponent. They literally was like, oh, before this fight, he was a painter, and we called him and offered him this fight. Did you see that fight? But yes, I did. Um, Are you kidding me? That's that's a joke. Well, here's here's the thing. Jared bumass Swift Hurd. Uh, needs to go into. He looks like he belongs in an R and B group in the nineties. Um, <laughs> like that. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, he he could have been in Drew Hill. Um, Boys the Men, one of those, because he's not a fighter, and he's always been a weight bully. Before the J Rock fight, when he got knocked out, I said the minute he fights somebody his size, Bye-bye. who's not giving up the weight, because he doesn't have he doesn't have head movement. Uh, the problem is he just out he just outlasts you. When he fought Tony Harrison, for example, Tony Harrison was fucking him up, but Tony Harrison couldn't knock him up because he was thirty pounds damn near overweight. I, I, so I, I was just Tony had, couldn't do it. I just had this conversation with my boy. I said exactly what you said. You know who Jared Hurd reminds me of? Like a Walmart version of James Tony. Wow. Like, like a straight Walmart version. Like just some <laughs> dude. Like just like wait, what? What are you doing? What are you trying to emulate here? You look like shit, and this dude's like. He was like, he, he's a big dude. Fight, yeah, ah, whatever. We'll save this for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Uh, folks, this has been great. Don't forget, uh, this episode will be dropping soon. And check us out next week. We're going to do this, what? Next week, you think? Hey, I'm with it. I, I'm, it's on. Let me know. All right, next week, 12 Rounds with Chuck, with your host, Charlie Brown. I'm my man, I Mike. Stay blessed. Love, peace, and hair grease. And we'll be back. We out. See some of the people, Mike. Have a good night. Keep your chins up. Wild Wilder Fury three. Maybe, maybe, maybe AJ Fury. Undisputed. You guys tell me what you want. Leave it in the comments. And follow. What's your Facebook, man? Tell people to follow you on Facebook. What's your Facebook, man? Follow, it's a little confusing. M I. You got to put the space bar. M I space K E E. It's Mike. And if and if yeah, you know, if anything you follow me, then lie between sports and hate. He's one of my friends. You go always check him there. When we're in boxing groups, just send us a comment and like. And we out. Stay blessed. Take care, guys.
Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. 